there. Tom D'Antoni in the cupping room at World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason for the 164th OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. It was 17 years ago that Lisa Marsicek, a fiddler in the Flat Mountain Girls Band, became Ms. Kitty, a saucy wench who introduced Portland to modern vaudeville. She has brought her show back to the Mission Theater this fall. Ms. Kitty's Parlor's season debut is Saturday, October 13, and we'll find out all about it. And yes... There will be prizes. Lisa was one of our first guests when we started Coffee Shop Conversations. Time to catch up, find out what's keeping her ticking. Look out! Here comes Miss Kitty. Lisa! Welcome to the cupping room. Ah, that sounds it's, funny every time you say it. I, I know, I know, but it's still, and that's not bad. Yeah. Because, you know, jokes are good. Even though it's not a joke. It's not a joke. No, uh, yeah, it's any really humor. The name of the room. Any humor is good on yeah. any day. Yeah. <laughs> Take what I can get. Uh, right here at World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, where we do these things. Um, how many, how, you got a new season of Miss Kitty's Parlor. I right? know. How I many seasons is it? We are starting year 17. No. Yeah, that's a long time to do anything. How is that possible? I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of, just, there's not much that I've been doing for, seven. there's a few things I've been doing for 17 years, but not much. But yeah, where's the time go? <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is, it's still fun. It's, it's uh, still a good time. And uh, if I'm still having fun, then hopefully other people are still having fun. And I'm still doing stories on it. I know. How is that possible? You started, I think we did one in 2003. And now, yep, that's about... But I, I, thought, I, I thought I had written something for the Oregonian before that. Oh, maybe you did. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I remember you, yeah, the first year, though. So it's, uh, it's been a good little while. Yeah. Those were fun. You're looking good still. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Oh, You're yes. looking very happy. Oh, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, you're doing them at the Mission? Yep, we, uh, we are back at the Mission Theater. Um, I love, I think it's, uh, it's the perfect place for me. Uh, yeah. Smaller stage, you know, that I've tried some bigger stages, and uh, it was wonderful, and the people that ran the, the bigger theaters were absolutely terrific. But I think for my needs, this kind of intimate room with the horseshoe balcony, you get all the, the, the little subtle theater moments that, that might have gotten lost on a, a bigger stage. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it's a... Coming back there last year, it's uh, it's kind of the perfect home for me. So, I love being there. You're not doing as many as you used to, though, right? No, you know, last year I did the uh, once a month from October until April, and uh -huh. I decided, yeah, you know, it's there's something that I'm enjoying more now, which I tried over uh, at the Alberta Rose, which is three shows a season, and each one is themed, and mm -hmm. that way we're able to write a little bit more of you know theatrical stuff in there, mm -hmm. a little more. There's a little more direction to each show, show mm -hmm. so instead of just being a, a bunch of different variety shows, it's also almost more uh, more theatrical production too. There's still all the music, like we've had uh, water themes and outer space themes and, <laughs> and all that. So um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, now I'm, I'm working with some people. We're doing some writing and some puppets. Uh, we're having some people work in some uh, puppets and uh, bigger stage props. I've got some prop makers and some artists. So wow. yeah, so it's kind of evolving. And I guess 
that's what it's keeping keeping it interesting for me. So on October thirteenth, a Saturday, yes, two thousand eighteen at the mission. What is the theme? Um, the theme we are going with, and there's a, a lot of different ways to take it. We're do, of course it's Halloween and fall, and yeah. uh, the theme is sort of uh, the witching hour, bewitched. Uh, it seems like there's been a lot of talk of witches going on, so we're kind of going with a, a witch theme. Ah, uh, you know, I, what, did, have you ever seen I Married a Witch? That My movie? husband <laughs> may have said that a couple <laughs> times. You know what? Gosh, I feel like I have seen it before, but I can't conjure it, was it up the, right now. It was now. on TCM the other day. Oh. It was kind of the precursor to, to Bewitched. Oh, boy. It was funny as hell. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I'll have to check that out. That's yeah. what I'll do tonight. Veronica Lake played the witch. Hmm. Yes. With Veronica hair Lake. over one eye. Yeah. Oh, yes. gosh. I remember my very first boyfriend, my mom said, uh, he looked like Veronica Lake with his hair. That was in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was like five feet tall. She really? Was like really Gosh, tiny. I always think yeah. of those starlets as being really tall. I know, but not this one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, continue. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, we uh, this the show is a little more themed. There's some stuff that's going to go on. Uh-huh. I can't can't really talk about because we're still working it out, and it's going to be kind of a, a surprise. But I've got a stellar lineup. Um, We've got the Starella sisters who are a dance troupe. They're going to be performing a couple numbers here and there. Are they really sisters? Well, of course they are. <laughs> oh, they're all sisters. Um, they're fantastic, and they... Uh, Come on, they're not really they, sisters. Well, I'm si- dance sisters. Uh, they perform all over Portland, and they've done the Tiki Con stuff, and they do a variety of, variety of different things. Um, they always come up with some kind of fun, flapper-esque things for my show, oh. and, uh, and I just uh-huh. love them. Tiara Tashnik is going to be back from... Uh, I believe she's doing some workshops and performing in... in London? I could be wrong about that, but I know mm-hmm. she's just coming back from Europe, and she's an amazing uh, t- tribal-style dancer, mm-hmm. belly dancer. Um, Patrick McGuire, who is a juggler and kind of physical performer, um, he's performed with Cirque du Soleil, he's performed huh. all over the world, and now he's what here. What does he juggle? Um, I've seen him juggle a lot of different things. I've seen him do all the you know, uh, balancing tricks, so uh-huh. he's another one. You have to see it to believe it. Uh-huh. Um, the Goods, a Portland powerhouse. Have you ever tried Drew, juggling? Have I ever tried juggling? Yeah. Not physically, just a I whole mean, lot of things. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, a whole lot of things at once. Um, actually, you know, I did try it. I, I think uh, Jamie Stillway, you know her? She was juggling for a while, and she'd uh-huh. come in my yard and do some juggling, and I just I just don't really have a knack for no, it. I was, I was a complete, I, no. I tried once. It was just... Yeah, how do people do that? Yeah. I don't know how they do it. When you see those people that are so good, it's like the hula hoopers. Like, you are amazing at that. I never would have thought to do that myself. And what made you spend so much time to get so good at that? It's really fascinating and And there's one of those retro TV channels that carries the Ed Sullivan show every day. A couple of episodes every day. And they've always got jugglers. Right. Yeah, it's amazing to me. I, I sure I sure do envy those. All right, that's a that's a that's an amazing skill. I wish I could do something like that. <laughs> I love watching it though. Uh-huh. Patrick McGuire. Patrick McGuire. Okay. So, how old yeah. is he? You know what? You I think? don't know how old he is. Maybe thirties? He's 30s? in his thirties? Uh-huh. I can't tell. Everybody to me uh-huh. looks young now. Like I go to a bar and they want to card me. It doesn't happen much, but I'm like, Oh, maybe I should be carding you. You look really young. <laughs> and And uh, the goods who are uh Little Sue and Lara Michelle and Sarah King, just three mm-hmm. vocal powerhouse ladies, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. singing together. And I've watched them. I've been to a few of their shows, and boy, that's pretty. It's some pretty singing. Were any of them ever in your bands? Um, I never played with any of them in 
bands. Okay. I've, I've, uh, I've performed in the shows with them, though, so, like, not together as a band. Actually, you know what Little Sue was? Gosh, I forgot. We had a, a little, little uh, trio for a while. Actually, it was a quartet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trolley Jane with Dee Settlemeyer and James Cook. And yeah. yeah, that was fun. We did that for a while. And everyone remembers the Flat Mountain Girls. Oh, the Flat Mountain Girls. Yeah, I just What did, a band. Yeah, we, had a, we sure had a good time. Well, everybody had a good time. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that, I guess that was the point of it. Oh, yeah. that was a, yeah, that's fun. So with, that was with uh, Rachel Gold and Nan Alleman. And the, we had, mighty, the mighty, mighty Nan Alleman. Mighty, mighty Nan Alleman. I know next time she comes back, I might have to kidnap her and get her to come and uh, sing, get she and Rachel together. And we, Every time the Rose Festival comes around, I think about her song about the, 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 the women with their the, the heels sinking in the mud. Remember that song? Oh, boy, I haven't thought about that in a while. So, old heels sinking in the mud. Yeah. You know, I, I love Nan's songs. They always seem jazz, like jazz to me. Their phrasing and well, the way yeah, they jumped around. They were kind of, in a way, they were art songs because yep. it was poetry. Yep, absolutely. You know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, also we have the Libertine Bells, uh-huh. and uh, they are like uh, the the Naughty Andrew Sisters, just beautiful. <laughs> they do uh, original songs, and they do some old songs, and uh-huh. uh, amazing harmonies. They have, uh, that's Dee Settlemeyer, and uh, Teresa Boyd, uh-huh. and... Uh, and they do low-down, dirty jazz. They do. Hold on, let me... Oh. Little Libertine Bells. It says here, singing jazz vamps. Tight 1920s harmonies, down and dirty jazz, classics, and originals. That's good. That's yes. real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just spacing out here. It's okay. uh, Carrie Baldwin-Sire and uh, Dee Settlemeyer, Teresa Boyd, and they usually have Pete Lampy on bass and Jason Wells on horn. Uh-huh. So i uh, got all my list of names here. What kind here. of horn? Jung- uh, juggling. Let's see. Jason, I think he plays a coronet. Oh, nice. Or maybe it's a trumpet. I'm not sure what he plays with them. I know. Cornet. It, cornet fits better. Yeah, and, and I mean, even if even if it's a trumpet, yep. just calling it a cornet yeah. makes it makes it makes it fit better with a cornet. With them. Yes. But um, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun, and their harmonies are they, they get all dressed up in beautiful harmonies. So that's a, a lot of fun. And um, Farron Millington is going to be building some uh, some props and puppets for us, and she's just a magical performer. She's wonderful. So she's uh, part of what's making this show a bit more magical. Uh-huh. What yes. kind of puppets does she make? Boy, I've seen her do all kinds of things. She's a, she's made uh, masks, so you might see, like a, I, I believe at, a, at Pickathon, she, uh, she made a couple of these giant bird masks, and she was playing music with another, uh, James Cook, and she were wandering <laughs> around playing music, and she's made these kind of... Ma- uh, alien characters and a giant crawfish that's absolutely oh, wonderful geez. oh just it's everything she does uh, she's got this alligator puppet that she uses as well I remember I, I went to visit her once for the first time and going into her apartment was this magical place and I just had to sit down and I before I left I was just kind of weeping it was this magical magical workshop so um, I'm super excited to be working with her she's a, a magical creature uh-huh. yes and who's the house band these days the house band we've got the curtails and they are Amazing. Um, I met up with. Uh, I was doing some work with Leo Daedalus a while back, and mm-hmm. uh, he had. A, he was using this band for a while. It was led by a fellow named Dave Hill, and uh, when Leo stopped perf- doing his performances, I was able to get. Uh, it's Dave Hill doing piano and keyboards, and uh, James Cook is playing stand-up bass, 
Michael Pan is their sax player, and Tom Goey Cochias on drums. Oh, oh, they are so from good. New Orleans. Yeah. Tom is, yeah. They are so good. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I'm not sure if he's from New Orleans. I know that we've talked about uh, fly fishing. Well, he's either from New Orleans or he lived in New Orleans for a oh, long time. Boy, I know I that for sure. I should know this, but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. I know that he's yeah. a big fly fisherman, though. But those guys <laughs> are amazing. Um, they they pick up everything on the fly, and they're tight. And on the fly. On the fly, <laughs> exactly. Because he's a fly fisherman. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's it. But, yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun, and they sound so good. And they've definitely um, – I didn't used to have a house band until a couple of years ago, and that's kind of brought everything up a notch. And, again, that's yeah. keeping it more fun, you know, being able to – to change around the way things are done, and and um, so yeah, it's uh, it also keeps people interested in the, during the breaks. Yeah, yeah, it's more interesting than just having canned music the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And um, another new thing I've been able to incorporate the past couple of years is uh, I love old photographs and old films, and I've got you know I love collecting these images. Mm-hmm. So before the show, it's just fun to have a slideshow of my latest favorite old weirdo photographs. So it kind of set From the like mood. Dr- uh, uh, yard sales and junk stores. Yard sales, junk oh, stores. Oh God, I love that too. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. I used to well, if I if I ever w- would run across people's photo albums intact i would just just take it oh, i just i would get it a bite immediately yeah there's you know. a lot of fun stuff out there yeah or or old um high school yearbooks oh those are so much fun i find those that some of those are uh, wind up being door prizes those old yearbooks they're so fun to look at and yeah, what, yeah. You know, what happened to these people and what do they wind up doing right yeah right right and the haircuts and the haircuts. Oh, yeah, yeah every year, the haircuts. So it's kind of fun. Like, these old 20s and 30s photographs, some of them are from the Internet. Some of them I find at yard sales. But uh-huh. just having that to kind of set the mood, like people doing these crazy things, it's like, oh, I guess that's what we're doing today. So it's kind of full circle. <laughs> yes. And you're still giving away prizes. I am still giving away door prizes. It's, it's kind of the perfect conduit for my love of buying funny, weird stuff and um, my limited space in my house. If I kept, <laughs> if I kept all of it... Yeah, it would be a, a I, don't, I don't know what, I'd be evicted or something. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got a good eye for silly stuff, and people like winning things, and I like costumes, so uh-huh. it's a win-win. Everybody has fun. And then there's Miss Kitty. Oh, yes, good old Miss Kitty, <laughs> our fair hostess. How has Miss Kitty evolved over the years? You know, I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say how, uh, how that has changed, I think. The skirts of maybe she never grew up. I think that you know. I, I was going to say maybe that might be the closest thing. It's uh, it's still the same saucy personality. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes the skirts are short. Sometimes the skirts are long. You know, <laughs> the same kind of fun humor. But I think that kind of character is timeless. There's always room for somebody that's going to be saucy and give you a hard time. And mm-hmm. and uh, so I think she's a pretty timeless critter. And it's <laughs> it's fun. You don't you know, people get old, but funny. You you can always be funny. <laughs> That's very true. Yes, believe me, <laughs> it's 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 so true. Yeah, so, true. so it's uh, it's yeah. And the it's, thing is, it's still fun. The thing is, if it's a good joke, it's timeless. Yes, you know, you know, Dark and Dusty, right? Yeah, she invited me to read at, at some the Star Day or something, right? And she was going to play. She and 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 Mary were going to play some music behind people who were reading. Oh, they're so good. And I pulled out my book um, about when I was a tabloid writer. And I said, well, you know what? I'm, I, these jokes, I wrote these jokes in 1986. Let's see, if they, let's see what happens. So I started reading it, and, and it was the, the first chapter. 
and it was the tabloid story on um, grandma turns dog inside out looking for lost lottery ticket. Oh boy, that's a good one. <laughs> and and I, and I'm getting big laughs, getting big laughs. I'm going like, yes, they still kill. These jokes still kill. And then, because I hadn't really looked at it for a long time, there's a voice while I'm reading, right? There's a little voice in the back of my head goes, God, I forgot how fucked up this is. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it's kind of fun to, re- to revisit some of that stuff, yeah, too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey... Bad taste is timeless. Bad taste is also timeless. That's yeah. a, that's the door prizes. Yeah, it's a it's it's fun to see how you know some of the things have changed um, in, in doing the show. Like I was talking to somebody the other day about publicity. I used to handwrite all my press releases and I'd yeah. send contracts out in the mail, like contracts for what you know, and right. uh, and you had to send photographs and. If so you wanted to see somebody, you'd have to go to their show and see them. And now it's like everything's on the Internet and YouTube, and you can get a feel for something. And right. press releases right. are all, you sit there and type them out and send them. So um, it's funny how a lot of that has changed, but people still like the show. Like you want to see somebody do something that makes you catch your breath. You want to see music you've never seen before, an yeah. old favorite band that you love yeah. to see. And there's yeah. just something fun about sitting next to somebody you don't know at the next table and experiencing this moment of wonder. And uh-huh. I think that's part of why it, it hasn't gotten tired for me. Like There's still uh-huh. so much beauty, and especially uh-huh. now I've been agitated lately and it's it's nice to forget about it and go see some beautiful music and be like uh-huh. oh this is what human beings are capable of we're capable of so much good mm-hmm. and wonder and making things nice so it's it's fun and for the audience it's like it's still miss kitty yeah she's still a saucy wench she is that saucy wench <laughs> and she's still going and buying us beautiful presents to give to us and yes so um so yeah there's something something really fun about that and and when I started doing it, there weren't a lot of variety shows. And now, gosh. Oh, no, you were the pioneer. Yeah, there, I was one of the very first who was yeah. kind of brought it back to life. And, and now at, at, at Artichoke. Yeah, back at Artichoke Music. Yeah, nobody was doing vaudeville then. Yeah. So I don't I know. Mean, if, I, do you consider it vaudeville? I consider it kind of that's vaudeville. That's what I call it. Yeah, the Miss yeah. Kitty's Parlor. That's when I, yeah. when I started it. It was after I'd been... I, I went to a yard sale and found an old vaudeville program and just became fascinated with that. And I went to Chicago. And if you go to the Chicago Public Library, and here actually do, they have collections of, you can go up to the top floor and, and sign out some of these old programs and playbills of stuff that happened in the city and just pouring over this this ancient but timeless art form of, uh-huh. of variety. So um, so that that was super inspiring when I started it out, too. Have you ever considered, like finding um, old vaudeville routines? You know, when I first was doing the show, I did. I had some scripts, and I had a couple yeah. actors uh-huh. perform some of them. Did that work? It did work, but the funny thing is I, I've looked at... like Some of the humor doesn't make any sense now. Oh. Like, I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out why this was funny, and it just... It just why? Because things with a K sounded yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, things with a K sounded funny. Pickle is funny. I, uh, I couldn't... Like some of the routines just don't make sense, and, and I'm like, is it something that was happening in uh-huh. history? Maybe uh-huh. there was some kind of joke. Like <laughs> right now, every you know, whatever political joke is happening. Maybe it was some local political joke that was happening in Chicago that has been forgotten. It's like looking at those yearbooks for the tw- from the 20s. Yeah. there will be a couple, one or two liners that are supposed to be funny. Right, and it's like, I, God, I just, I really want to get this, but I don't get it. So, yeah, it's just it's just bizarre. But yeah, I did have some actors doing that, and it it, it can be pretty fun. I, I might get that going again. I've um, I've I've gotten to be friends with some of the uh, improv and sketch comedy people in town uh-huh. and get to feature them once yeah. in a while and yeah. 
boy, are there so boy the improv and sketch scene in Portland is so great. If you haven't gotten to go see something at the Siren Theater, yeah, oh, do go. Um, Shelley's doing a wonderful job there, and everybody that she uh-huh. works with. So there's a lot of that's so much fun too. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. what a what a great time. I mean, Portland's always been a great time, but right. When I started, it was, oh, my God, I can't believe how much old time in bluegrass. And now, oh, the comedy scene is so amazing. So there's always something, something like that. No, there changing. isn't a whole lot of, of old time bluegrass. Yeah. There's not. Well, yeah, I guess it was. It, or it was, maybe I'm just old. More, and, I think there was more then. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. just its time. I guess that stuff goes in cycles because I was told in the 80s and 70s that it was a lot. And then it kind of dropped out of well, fashion. Well, maybe it's time for the Flat Mountain Girls to return. I know. I'll have to tell Nan she has to move back here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all have to try and stay up past 1030. That's going to be the biggest challenge. <laughs> so you don't have a band now? No, no. You know, I'm just kind of been goofing around on fiddle on my own, learning some music uh-huh. and playing a little banjo, trying to teach myself guitar. But I've been working on more visual art. I've gotten back to doing some drawing and really? enjoying that. So, yeah, lots of making little stuffed cats and stuff. So doing some stuff with my hands. <laughs> and It's nice to take a break and change it up and uh-huh. keep it interesting. Uh-huh. But it, it, it might be time. It might be time. It I know. I really be. should. I need to cut my fingernails and get, my, get out the <laughs> rosin and, and start annoying the neighbors out in the backyard with some <laughs> fiddle tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you ever do you, do you still practice? I do. You know, yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I would call it. Yeah, I guess I would call it practicing or woodshedding. Not with anything in mind other than it's just. We're fun just to, playing. Fun to play that music. Fun yeah, to play those yeah. tunes. And what, it, what do you find yourself playing? Some, oh, usually? just some of those old time fiddle tunes, mm-hmm. or else I'll hear something I like on the radio and look it up and play along with it. I love Irish music and uh-huh. and. Uh, Balkan music and little Middle Eastern music sometime, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I hear something that's beautiful, I'll just sit down and try and learn it. Kind of, it just it just brings me joy to be able to make those noises <laughs> instead of my usual <laughs> flapping my yap noises. Um, so, what what's the rest of the season looking like? Well, um, we have got a show in January and then one in April. And boy, I don't have my dates in front of me. I should have thought of that, shouldn't I? Um, I don't. That those are still in the works. So I'll have to. That'll be on a wait and see basis. Let's see. Twenty nineteen, January twelfth. January twelfth. Yes. yes. And I think April thirteenth. Okay. And I might do a February and March one too. I'm not. Uh-huh. We'll see how. We'll see how I'm feeling about about yeah. the uh, the yeah. winter getting yeah. it getting it going again a little uh-huh. more time. Uh-huh. So do you have a theme for January yet? Nope. Oh. Can't say. Oh. Can't oh. just say yet. Um, that's something that I work okay. on. Like each uh, with. When I was doing the show monthly, it was always like just grab you know whatever bands you can and some performers, and we're just going to kind of push mm-hmm. it all on stage. And now with the the themes, it's kind of like what what band would kind of go with this theme, and not necessarily that the music and the the, the five performing groups have to be in the theme. It's kind of something that weaves throughout the show, but just something that kind of lends itself. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're still kind of cooking. Got got that all that stuff cooking. <laughs> it's a few months from now. We've got time so to make something. When fun. was the last one? The last one I did was in April. Wow. Yep. Take a summer break because I found, and I think a lot of uh, performers find that when the sun is out and the, the weather's nice, uh-huh. and you don't want to be inside and seeing seeing performances as much as. And I found that when I started, I used to run the shows into the summer, and, and the attendance just dropped off so much. It was. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. can't. People want to be outside at a barbecue. If you're drinking beer on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, it's hard to get to the theater. We didn't have to smoke then. Yeah, the smoky <laughs> fires. So I think that uh, the fall, fall and uh, winter is a good season. Early spring for the for the theater. Mm-hmm. What's your what? Uh, who, where did you, where did you get your fiddle? What kind of fiddle is it? Oh boy, 
My that fiddle I got um, in Georgia. I was working in a music shop in Georgia. Wow. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the fellow that owned the shop, he had two shops right next to each other. One uh, sold band instruments and supplied a lot of the local schools with band instruments, and the other was a string shop, fiddle, viola, mm-hmm. uh, bass, and um, he. He was a World War II veteran, and this is the story he told me, was after World War II, he kind of went door-to-door in some of the towns, was like, do you have any old violins, any instruments? And he shipped a bunch of them back to where he was living. And I remember going up in the attic of this shop, and just the walls were just lined with these violins, just kind of hanging up and dusty, and he said, you pick yourself one out, and, and we'll get it fixed up, and then you can, we'll, we'll sell it to you, and I'll make you a good price, so... That's how I got it. It's a it's a beautiful it, and I don't know what it is. It has no maker name on it, but wow. it just kind of spoke to me, and it's been my my toy, my little baby ever since. Uh, no idea how old it is. No, you know, and I I, huh? I gave it. I've given it to a couple of repairmen when something goes wrong, and you know, what do you think about mm-hmm. this? And and nobody could tell me anything about it really. Really? Yeah. Wow. One of the one of the fiddle makers. He uh, he said, well, I took the top off, and there was some dust in it. I always leave that in because you never know if that's the magic spirit that makes it sound good. But I can't <laughs> tell you where this thing's from. But wow. it's old and it's good. So <laughs> that's all I need to know. Doesn't have to have a designer label, but it sounds good. That's so great, a magic spirit that yeah. makes it sound good. You just never know if that little wow. dust bunny in there, yeah. or it's some cat hair. <laughs> Instrument know. makers are weird. Well. <laughs> So are radio interviewers. So are vaudeville hosts. (laughs) Thank you. I think. (laughs) Yeah. You're in good company, Tommy and Tony. Well, it's always great to see you. You too. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great season this year. You too. It's going to be fun. uh, Come on out April 13th. uh, October 13th. 13th, Boy, I can't see. I've had four shots of espresso and I can't think straight. I have to say the door prizes I have for the show are outstanding. You wouldn't want to tease any of those, would you? Um, let's see. Uh, got to, oh yeah, good. Uh, you might you might have uh, your get your your ugly Christmas sweaters needs met, and if you like <laughs> clown paintings, you might want oh to attend. Oh my God, clown paintings! Oh, a vault from the '60s. That's all I have to say oh. about that. <laughs> you know what I have? What I have a an extremo painting. Really? Oh, what? Is it is he still a around? it is a painting of a crying girl. Oh, a little girl crying is just her head, and it's not framed or anything. It's just cut out. It's 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 the outline of her head, and it's called I forget what the term for for fear of clowns is. Well, whatever that term is, that's the name of the painting. Wow. I know. <laughs> whatever happened to Extremo? Is he still around? I don't know. What I haven't seen to that him. car of his in no, a while. No, I think he. Re- he he had a change of religion or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, and uh, but uh, I voted for him for mayor. Oh, I forgot he ran for mayor. <laughs> oh, Portland. I know, I know, I know. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't seem to be quite as weird as it used to be. You know, I guess I don't know. I, I there's some there's still some weird stuff that goes on. Yeah. Maybe I don't get out as much as I used to, but. Um, yeah, I think I think the spirit's still there. Maybe there's just more people. It's harder to well. To there's see there's it. more people from other places that didn't come here because they understood the spirit of what was going on, uh. but rather because they saw that goddamn television show. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping that all those people that came come here from out of town will uh, come check out the show on October 13th. All of them. Because it's really fun. Yes, All indeed, of them. Because there should be not a single <laughs> seat left. Well, let's hope not. It's been pretty good so far. So 
Oh, Everybody it, has a good time. Well, I know that when you, when you had that run in there before, you were selling the place out. I know, right? Yeah. People yeah. Would, when it was uh, when it was at Mississippi Pizza, people would get there. The show would start at seven, and people would be getting there at four to get a seat. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And now that you know they're they're not happening as often, hopefully you know it'll be a more special thing. And who knows? Maybe I'll decide I want to do it every month again. And as long as it's interesting and I'm entertained, I'm going to keep doing it. Well, good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Tom. And say hi to Miss Kitty for me. I will. I'm sure she's still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Lisa. Thank you.